We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at a Chuckery show. Hanging out at Kia Studios, Monday night with you. 404-726-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app site catches on the go. Social media at 929 the game at JMSH316 at the underscore, or sorry, the uh, D. Lewis for real. Um, well, Lanny United took a drubbing on a Saturday. And look, it's just kind of one of those matches. Uh, obviously, they do not play well up at Red Bull Stadium. But here to sort all of it out. As our buddy on the waitfor.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer, Jason Longshore, color analyst for all things Atlanta United. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Longshoe. He will be on the broadcast on Sunday as uh, Atlanta United and Philadelphia hook up. 3.30 pregame, 4 o'clock kick. Jason and Mike, uh, Mike Connie will have the call for all of that. So, Jason, as always, my friend, appreciate uh, a few minutes here. And uh, what happened on Saturday? That was, uh, that was just kind of, I guess, was it one of those matches, or was there something specific that you saw that was going on in that match that caused all of that? I think it's a little bit of both when you really drill down into this. It's one of those matches in terms of the scoreline, because when you fall behind a good defensive team, a pressing team like the Red Bulls, and then you have to start risking some passes into dangerous areas, you're going to leave yourself open to giving up other goals. At 2-0 down, they went for it in the first part of the second half. Got some opportunities, got some looks. You pull a goal back there, could have been an interesting finish. But I'm okay with a team that at 2-0 down, after two mistakes in the first half that conceded those goals, I'm okay with a team that doesn't say, that's ah, just not our day. Let's just defend and, and make sure we don't lose by more than 2-0. I, I, don't, I don't want that attitude. I don't like that attitude. So they went for it. They conceded two more off of deflections at the end. So some of it is just one of those days. But the fact is, he gave up a goal off of a throw-in, and that opened the scoring. And we've seen it before this season, whether it's a throw-in, whether it's a non-dangerous restart, of a free kick in the middle third, that's played quickly and teams are scoring goals off of moments that they should not be getting goal scoring opportunities off of. That's the part that scoreline. Yeah. It's one of those days. I, I, a loss is a loss. I'm not really, I don't care, but the way you conceded first in it, in a match where you can't concede first to the Red Bulls because they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. You just can't have that happen, and that's something that has to get corrected. And at this point, it feels like, and I said it on the full-time report, it feels like a running back who's got fumbleitis and just keeps dropping the ball inexplicably, and you work on it, and you practice it, and you do everything you can to try to prevent it from happening, and it keeps happening. 
And, and you know, Jason, I mean, it, look, you and I have specifically talked about this, you know, repeatedly. Now it's 35 goals in 20 MLS goals uh, games played. And, uh, you know, again, you're not going to beat a lot of MLS teams who've given up 35 goals in a 20-game stretch. And we've talked about the idea of, you know, whether it's getting the players to play better, whether it's a, a scheme. I mean, I, I don't know, but there's something that is just, you know, I, I was talking about the Atlanta Hawks, that there's something fundamentally flawed about their about their roster and their DNA. There's something flawed right now with Atlanta United and their defense. And it's not just, again, I know Miles Robinson, you know, wasn't there, what have you. But, mm-hmm. again, it's it's more than that. I mean, this is this is an ongoing thing, and it's becoming – the real theme of this season for Atlanta United. Yeah, it's more than Robinson being out. And I, I don't think it's scheme or game model or, or tactics. I, I don't think it is those things. I really don't. Not the majority of the goals and not the bad ones that you're conceding. It's individual mistakes and it's moments where whether it's a loss of focus or switching off or whatever we want to call it, it's, it's moments where individuals aren't making plays. And I think you're, you're getting to the point because you're wasting a great attacking season. What Atlanta is doing on the attacking end this year, they're one of the top scoring teams in the league. That's something we always want out of Atlanta United. We want to see teams that wear the red and black and gold, be on the front foot, get numbers forward, score goals, have big attacking moments. That's what you're getting out of this team this year. The attack has lived up to their end of it, but the defensive side is letting the team down. And when you look at the table right now, they're, they're sixth in the table, and you look at who's ahead of them, they've been better this season. You know, It's not like an unlucky sixth. They're, they're sixth. That's where they deserve to be. I think they should be higher on talent. And if you had some of these – mistakes or plays getting made that need to get made defensively mistakes getting cut out the team should be higher and I think they can be higher but if you keep having mistakes you have to change personnel and I think that's what you're starting to get to is you know players have to earn those spots and keep those spots by not making mistakes that are costing the team in games and that's just what it keeps coming down to Jason Longshore on the waitfor.com hotline color analyst for all things Lanny United joining me here. Did you see the comments by Caleb Wiley to uh, Doug Roberson of the AJC? Um, he said, quote, I, don't, I just don't think we came in with the right mentality. You could see it from the very start. Yes, we created some chances. We were a threat in moments of the game, but we didn't want it. They're a team that you have to come out in the front, on the front foot and ready to go to war, and I just don't think that we were owning that tonight. Now, again, I understand the thought, and, and obviously we've not played well in New York, but, you know, it does get concerning when you hear comments like that from guys because, again, when you're going on the road against a team you've not had a lot of success in their building and things like that, like, I, I guess at the end of the day, Jason, I don't want to hear those kinds of comments. I mean, I'm not saying they're not true, but I don't want to hear that from my guys. I mean, to put it in another example, I heard this for a year when the Atlanta Hawks were playing, well, we just weren't ready. Well, okay, well, get ready. I mean, mm-hmm. and again, I know it was a short week, but still, you know that you're going to have to go on the road and you have to go up to a, a tough place to play. I, I just I don't like hearing those kinds of things out of players, and it doesn't seem like we've heard that from Atlanta United players in the past. 
No, no, I can't really remember hearing things like that on a any kind of a regular basis or maybe even ever. And, and I think that kind of goes back to that first goal. And, and you look at that first goal and it, it's, I mean, as fundamental of a, a play as you can get, it's a throw-in. And two bounces in the 18 and it's the goal. I mean, you hear the replay and the, the replay is the fastest replay of a goal we've ever had on the Atlanta United radio network. Like it's five seconds. It shouldn't happen. And that is being locked in. That's being ready to go. That's those things. Now, I think it's easy after you concede, then it, then the game changes. Then you have to start taking those chances and pushing numbers forward and trying to risk some passes through the middle. And that's how they got burned on the second goal. The timing was horrendous. But everything that happened, and I've talked this season a lot about game state, and I think in, in soccer, it's something that you have to always keep in mind. You hear that scoreline and you're like 4-0, that they got thoroughly dominated in the game. Red Bulls didn't have a whole lot of chances in the first half. They scored on two mistakes that you give them. I, wasn't, the on, you can, wasn't the on-target shots like 2-2 in the first half or yeah. something like that? Yeah, it's it's pretty even, and your mistakes punished you. And when you conceded first against them, then that feeds into their way of playing. It's a defensive team that plays without the ball. So you have to go chase the game. You need the ball more. You have to try to risk things. They're going to be able to punish you for that. Game state is, is so important, and when you look at how long a team is trailing in a game or how early a team scores and takes the lead and is able to be a little comfortable. And I think the, the first time Atlanta played the Red Bulls this season is a prime example of that. Atlanta got the goal first. Red Bulls then had to try to play a little bit more. They didn't create a whole lot in that game. They were uncomfortable because they had to chase the game and get out of their comfort zone. Atlanta, comfort zone with the ball, that part's fine. But the Red Bulls are stronger with a lead because they need the ball even less, and they're able to set those traps and cause those turnovers that ultimately led to goal number two. And then at that point, you're looking for a miracle comeback, and you're trying to, to get something, and you don't, and you get hit on two deflected goals. The, the final two goals, honestly, I don't really care about. It's the first one from a throw-in, and it's the timing of the second one. Because if you get to halftime, one nil down, made a mistake, had a chance or two, you can grow from there. Right. Two nil down, you got to be desperate. And you're not going to win a lot of games or get results in a lot of games if you're having to play in a desperate manner. So how important does getting off to a good start leading into the Philadelphia game? They're the best goal differential team in all of MLS. Uh, obviously, that's not just from all blowout wins and stuff like that. I mean – they're a plus 14 goal differential. How important is it for this team to get off to a good start and not let, you know, a team that obviously can score, not let them get out in front, you know, because again, it seems like once we get down a couple of goals, when we have to start taking those chances, then it kind of starts to spiral from there. It's mission critical because Philadelphia is a different variation of, of the Red Bulls in, in the terms that they don't really play with the ball. Everything is based the way that they play and their tactics and their, their philosophy. It's based on when they don't have the ball. They're creating those turnovers and there's opportunities for transition. So it's the, it's the same idea. You can't fall behind first 
because then that makes the opponent stronger. You get the first goal, and then they have to play, and they have to start doing things that they don't normally do. The game can snowball. And we've seen Atlanta take advantage of that over the years, too, where you get that early goal, and then you're comfortable. The other team starts, you know, trying things, doing things that are, that are uncomfortable for them. They give up a mistake. You get a second goal, and then maybe a third and a fourth. That's such a big factor in these games, in this league especially. Game state is critical. The first goal is critical. Not falling behind, I think, is the most critical situation for an Atlanta United team that, frankly, hasn't been good enough defensively to to get enough results to be higher in the table right now. Last question for you. Um, you know, is it important that you're going to get a whole week, I mean, in a day, I guess, I guess you get eight days in between games, but – no midweek game this week, um, you know, a chance to work on some things, rest up. I mean, how important is just, you know, for a team that is obviously very successful in Philadelphia, how important is it to just kind of have, you know, a whole week to just focus on them and not have any kind of midweek matches or anything else going on? It's massive. And last week was a tough week because of that. And it's not something that any of the players or the coaching staff are going to talk about because people will say, and it's, it's an excuse, but, when you play a team like NYC that is a, a ball-dominant team, they want possession, you play them on the Wednesday, and then you have to turn around and play like as close to the exact opposite sort of style of play as possible, and you play them on the Saturday, that's difficult because you don't really have any normal training sessions in between. It's recovery, it's minor things, it's prep, it's some video analysis, it's things like that, and you go play. Now you're playing another team that plays in a similar way to the last opponent you had. So you're able to build on things from that Red Bulls game, things that went well and things that went wrong. You can learn from that, have a full week of preparation, even an extra day, and be at home as well. So it's a really big factor to not be on short rest and have a full week of prep. Jason Longshore, he'll be on the call against Philadelphia coming up on Sunday as a 3.30 pregame, 4 o'clock kick. Jason and uh, Mike uh, Mike Connie will have the call for all of that. So we'll see if uh, Atlanta United can find a way to get a victory. Jason, join me here on the waitfor.com hotline on Twitter at Longshoe. Jason, as always, my friend, appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes uh, on the show tonight. Thanks. We'll catch up again soon. You got it. When we come back from the top of the hour, will be time for the Falcons flyover. Falcons did make some promotions today. They kind of had a little bit of a shakeup, not in a bad way, in their front office. Talk about that next, plus your other news and notes from the Atlanta Falcons. Chuck Green, Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.